Well, it's a little bit of a different Sunday this morning. We've been working our way through this series on prayer, and we were talking about these inward prayers, these prayers where we're seeking the intimacy of God, and, or sorry, prayers where we're seeking the inward transformation of God. And now we're moving into a new set of prayers. And these are we, Richard Foster would call these upward prayers. These are prayers where we are seeking the intimacy of God. And these are some of my favorite prayers. I'm so excited for the next three weeks where we spend time in these. And the first one we're doing this morning is called Prayers of Adoration. And basically, when you think about prayers of adoration, there's two types of prayers of adoration that we do. One is praise, and the other is thankfulness. Praise is offering up adoration to God for who he is. Right For who God is, we offer him up praise. He is great, he is mighty, he is loving, he is compassionate, he is God come down. All of these things, we celebrate that, we offer up praise to him for how good he is. And thankfulness is offering up adoration to God for what he has done. For what he has done for us, the, the stories of, for, for his son come down to save us, for the moments in our lives when we have seen and encountered his goodness and we have known it to be true, when we have tasted that truth of how good he is, and we sit and we say, God, I'm so thankful for what you've done, for for bringing us here, for this way that we now can see how you've shaped our story. So today, because this has always been my conviction throughout the series, it continues to be that prayer is something that is best understood, not in the learning about intellectually, but in the doing. So today we are going to be offering up praise, we're going to be offering up thankfulness to God, and you are all going to be the writers of our sermon. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's a bit different. Um, this is your introduction. What is a prayer of adoration? Now you know. Uh, and then we're gonna, I'm going to have the worship team in just a moment come up. I'll invite you up. And we're going to spend some time worshiping. And then there's going to be times of silence, times of quiet. And those are times for you to fill in. So there's an invitation. Dustin, he's at the back. He's got long hair. Um, he's going to come up here. He's going to have a microphone so the folks on Zoom can hear. And you can, if you feel something stirring in your heart, if there's a, a verse on your mind, if you've got something that's exciting to you, a story of where you've seen God be present that's led you into thankfulness, the invitation today is actually for you to share that with our church family so together we can offer up prayers of adoration. So we're going to worship We're going to sing songs of praise and thankfulness together. And then there's going to be these spots where where there's an invitation to you to be the writers of our sermon, to be the tellers of our stories today. And uh, and we're going to leave space for that. Now, this might be uncomfortable, right? Because the truth is we might all sit and everybody's a little bit, you know, anxious to come up and to share, and that's okay. And we might sit quietly. And I I just want to, like, assure you that silence is also okay, So next week, as we talk about prayers, upward prayers, we're going to talk about contemplative prayer. This is like just seeking the intimacy of God by by waiting for him, by waiting for his presence. And we might do some waiting today. We might do some silent waiting today. That's also okay. It'd be beautiful if the spirit stirs, if people in their hearts have things that they want to share. It doesn't have to be a story. It doesn't even have to be something you've thought up yourself. If you've got, there's some Bibles out there ahead of you, if you've, or you've got one on your phone perhaps, if there's just a verse that you love. When I think about prayers of praise, often what comes to mind for me is Psalm, Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands, day to day they pour forth speech, night after night they display knowledge. 
And I, I think about times that I, when I walk out in nature and I just look around at God's beautiful, I love hiking, camping, the outdoors. I walk around at his beautiful creation. And I just go, wow, God, you are so good. So you might just come up and read Psalm 19, 1 to 3. Or not come up, actually. You don't have to come up. You can't come up. You don't have to come up to put your hand up. You might just read a verse and share that, that praise or thankfulness with the rest of the congregation. Or you might have a story to share. Both are okay. But that's the structure of today. So we're going to have some worship. We're going to have some time for reflection. We're going to go back. We're going to, we're going to sing some more songs of praise. We'll have another time for reflection. We'll do that three times. We'll end with a song and a prayer together. But as we do this, there's just one like, last reflection that I wanted to share. This is a story out of John chapter 2. It might be familiar to you. Oh, our Bible has turned pages. Give me a moment. John chapter 2. So on the third day, a wedding took place in Cana, at Cana in Galilee. And Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. And when the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My time has not yet come. And nearby, six stood with stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for the ceremonial washing. Each was holding 20 to 30 gallons. And Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. Sorry, his mother said to the servants, do whatever, you, do whatever he tells you. And nearby, the stones were there. And Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. And so they filled them to the brim. And then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. And they did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. And he did not realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside. And he said, everyone brings out the choice wine first and then cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best until now. This is the first of his miraculous signs. Jesus performed in Cana of Galilee. Thus, he revealed his glory and his disciples put their faith in him. Now, you might be thinking, what does this, what does this story have to do with prayers of adoration? <laughs> and to be honest, exegetically, probably not much. But there's this idea, this reflection in my mind of us bringing today our worship, our praise, our adoration, right? And I think that the truth is that what we bring as a church today is water, right? What it is that we can bring at its very best, it might be like fancy water, comes in a glass bottle, you spend a whole bunch of money at the corner store, or perhaps we're going to bring like, you know, sludgy, dirty cup full of water. But whatever it is that we can bring today, it's just water. What makes this turn into something more, what makes our worship something more, is nothing inside of us but our Lord, right? We, we can bring, we can offer something up to him, and he comes and he brings it back to us. Or, or he can bring something down to us, and we turn around, and we can offer it back to him. But that is our praise and worship today. And that is my prayer for us today, that we could bring all that we have but that Jesus, that God, that the Spirit would come and would make this into something more. Amen? Okay, so let's, let's uh, I'm going to invite the worship team up. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to, yeah, come on up. <laughs> I'm going to pray, and then we're going to go into a couple of songs, and then there's going to be a time for reflection. So I'd invite you, sit or stand as you feel moved by the Spirit. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Pray, sing along, whatever you feel God inviting you into. Um, let's be attentive to his voice, to his words, and let's offer him all of our praise. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we need you so badly. 
God, we know that, that what we can offer to you is nothing without you and your help. So come and be our help. Come into this place today. Let us hear your voice. Let us hear you moving, God. Speak to our hearts. Lord, let us offer up a, a, a song of praise to you today that is, that is joyous, that is beautiful to your ears, Lord. The, your word says that, that if we don't cry out, that even the stones will cry out. But today, Lord, no stones will need to cry out because we will offer our praises to you. You are so good. We love you. Soften our hearts. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Good morning. Uh, I want to praise God for and thank him for the growth in my garden this year. It's fabulous. I don't know if you all know where I live, but it's rather huge. Uh, and the flowers, the trees have grown so badly this year, so great, I should say, that I do have to trim them. I can't even see the road. And the flowers are beautiful. That growth and that beauty can only be God that does it. And also, my vegetables are unbelievable in my garden. If anybody makes beet pickles, please come to my house. <laughs> and you can thank God for those too. <laughs> okay, thank you. This is from Psalm 100. Uh, you can either read it or you could just close your eyes and let these words flow over you. I'm going to pause after each thought. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve him with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. everybody. There's just so many things to be thankful for. And as Joan said, everything is growing so fast and big and beautiful. Thank you, God. Thank you for the rain. I'm just so thankful that he has helped my brother who has had cancer for the last two years and he's finally 
cleared. He also lost his son at 34, two years ago, and he and his wife have had so much to go through. I just thank you, God, that you are with him and helping to keep him stronger. I thank you for all the people at the nursing home who's looking after my husband. Everyone has been so good, so helpful. I just, I can't think of anything else at the moment, but there's just so many things. Every day, there's, he answers prayer. Thank you. Me and my brother got the opportunity to go to camp, and that was a really cool experience. I met a bunch of wonderful people and learned a lot of wonderful things, so. just sitting here thinking about, about Job and how in the midst of all of these hard things that are happening in his life and his story and you know he's invited to, to just maybe curse God and die and, and all of these sorts of things and he says no, no, even here still in this moment I will praise him remembering the good that was and hoping forward to the good that will be and uh, I think we get to do that as well in those hard moments Remembering how God has been so faithful in those positive moments <laughs> and uh, entrusting that he will continue to be faithful. I invite you to have a seat and we're going to continue with another time for some reflection right now. And, uh, <laughs> and as we're sitting quietly, you could also pray for whatever's happening with our tech. I don't know what it is and, uh, and I, I, I'm always hesitant to overly spiritualize things. Um, but here's the truth, right? We are... You know, we're here to offer praise to our God, and sometimes there are things and, and, and powers and principalities and all these sorts of things that, that conspire against that. So whether we have working instruments or we don't, the church sang and praised and worshipped without any of that for a very, very long time before we did have this, and we will sing and praise and worship today whether or not we have those things. Amen? Amen. Okay. Well, let's continue worshiping by offering our praise and adoration to God today. Weren't for him, I would never be born because my mom was told she couldn't have kids because she was severely hurt in a very special place. So I'm blessed by God to even be born. Age over youth, no. <laughs> I, I hope those of you who are members of the church 
don't ever get tired of hearing me say that when God displaced me four and a half years ago and brought me here to this congregation, I have been so blessed. Joan's my neighbor down the road. Um, Just, you're such a gracious, loving, joy-filled group of people. From the youngest to some of the older people, um, I just feel so blessed, so, so very blessed. And it's so great to see the young, new families coming. Um, It's just, yeah, I just feel so blessed. Um, We all have blessings in our lives, and and all of this comes from God. Uh, We can't take our own physical breath without God. Um, One of my favorite Psalms is Psalms 121. Um, And I remember reading this years and years ago to my grandfather who was dying and hadn't yet come to faith in God. Um, And it it just reminds me, uh, there's a song, I can't remember the artist, and it says, I hope you still feel small when you stand beside the mountains. And that is how I feel. I don't feel small in a demeaning way, but just small in the grandness of God's beauty and his creation. Psalm 121 says, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains from whence shall my help come. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to sleep. He slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day. Felt like it last week though, didn't it? Um, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your coming, your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. And I just think it behooves us to remember that no matter where we are in the passage of life, God is right there with us. And again, thank you for being such an amazing church and for your friendship uh, in so many ways. Thank you. I'm thankful for everyone here and my friends. Does it make anybody nervous that somebody that nobody knows has the microphone? (laughs) The the new guy. When I consider the heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you visit him? Psalm 1 and 8. And when I think about the faith that I have to exercise, and we all exercise faith, uh, the faith it takes for people to be saved or healed or miracles or revival or some of the missionaries we pray for that are in impossible situations, the greatest faith I have to exercise is that I'm saved. I don't believe it. If the Bible didn't say it, I couldn't accept it. When I look at my sin, the black hole of the sin that I'm in, and yet, you know, uh, such wondrous love that God should love a sinner such as I. If the Bible didn't say it, I couldn't believe it. But I have to because it does. Such wondrous love.
thought I would just share a little bit of the story of, of Raven and I finding our way to this church um, because we have seen God's hand so present every step of the way and I won't, like, you can ask me about it later, I won't tell you all of the bits and bops, but uh, I'd worked at a church before, it, uh, it was hard and, it, and we had some hurts when we left that place and I didn't know if I would return to ministry. And, uh, you know, COVID happened. I worked in, in disability support services and thought, well, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. And then God brought us uh, to Scotland for a year, <laughs> which was amazing. And there's so many stops along the way where we didn't even know we were going to have a house until a week or a place to live until a week before we got there. And God arranged and ordained all of these things so that we could find a place to live. And it was the most healing and wonderful time. And found ourselves at this beautiful church that cared for us, that loved us, that nurtured us. And, uh, and then we thought, well, maybe, okay, maybe, maybe there is more to this story. Maybe God does have more for me in ministry and um, started to dream about that. And we applied actually, that that church was hiring. And I applied to that church and made it partway through and ended up not being right. And, and so we moved back to Canada and we didn't know where to go. We were living with family in the Niagara region, and we, like, we kind of felt like God didn't have that place for us, but we didn't know where. And so we kind of just picked a spot on it. Like, we were like, well, Owen Sound, that's a, that's a nice place, right? People like it up there. We went and visited, <laughs> you know, toured around and said, let's do it. So we, we prayed about it, and we thought that's where God wanted us. And so we moved with no jobs, no prospects, no nothing. We thought this is where God wants us to be, and we'll figure it out. And we stepped out in faith. I got a job at the post office. My wife got onto the supply list. Um, I don't know what our landlords were thinking, renting to two unemployed people, but they did. Again, God's provision, <laughs> this beautiful home. And, uh, and then I messaged a friend who's a pastor in Niagara just to update him. Hey, man, it's been a while. Just thought I'd let you know where we're at. We've moved Owen Sound, this, that. And about 30 minutes later, he, messaged, he was like, oh, that's really cool. And then, he, you know, off he went. And about 30 minutes later, he was like, hey, I have someone you should meet. Um, his name's Amos. He's a friend of mine. He's up in that area. And, uh, and so we got connected to Amos. And we came and we visited this church. And we were like, wow, because we'd still been looking for the right church. And, uh, and God just, you know, made this connection. And then like, oh, hey, actually, you know, Amos, we're leaving. And so and the, every step, and then eventually, you know, uh, and then there's this opportunity for me to come and, and speak. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's been a while, you know. And, and so I come and I share. And like, every step of it, we're just like, man, God is really, this is a beautiful church. This is a healing church. And Amos shared his journey, how he'd come through such a hard time, right? And, and he came to this church and it was a place where God blessed him and he found healing. It was so similar to our story. And we got to journey with him and have a little bit of like learning from him in faith. And, and then, you know, we started the, I started the application process and we, we went through and I got to, to talk with the, the search team and, and to meet the people here in like every step of the way we were just like, oh, we don't know, but it really feels like God's in this thing. And it's just, as I look back and I'm like, we, what were we thinking? We moved somewhere with no jobs, no prospects. And I think a little bit about the, the wise men with the star, you know? And they, they're going all the way trying to get to where Jesus, like where the star is leading. And then they end up like a few miles south, <laughs> right? At Herod's, Herod's place instead. Like they got all the way there, eh, just a few miles south. We got all the way up to Grey Bruce. And just like, you know, a couple towns over, we found ourselves. And, uh, and now we're, we're moving, right? We're moving. There's a housing that's opened up. Every step of the way, we've just seen over and over again that God has brought us here. And 
And I don't know what he has in store for us, but we look back and he's been so faithful and we trust forward that he's going to keep being faithful and that this is going to be so good. And so, I don't, I, I don't know how many of you have heard that story or knew that story, but Amos and I were talking about it one day and he said, if this was a movie, I would turn it off because I'm like, it's too cheesy, everything's happening right. <laughs> but that's it, right? Like God has been so good. And so we're so grateful for that. Uh, to the gentleman over there who said about being a stranger. You know what a stranger is? Only a friend you haven't met yet. <laughs> they will be a friend. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of things in my world. Uh, I've been around a lot of years on this planet. And uh, it's a crooked old road, but as long as you hang on to the Lord, you will make it through every curve. And... Uh, I have proven that, and the Lord has proven that 10,000 times in my life. And uh, nobody's going to shake me away from them. I'm thankful for my family, mainly my dad and people who've been helping build my build my house so this is our last reflection time we've got one more song after um, so i invite you bring your prayers bring your praises bring your gratitude your adoration to our god who is so so good I'd like to praise God for helping me in a very hard time, um, for being there in the middle of the night when you need someone. He's been my rock, and he has held me and led me and shown me his love, and I want to praise him. One of our favorite things in youth is to read the Bible. And I was wondering, we have some of our youth here. I was wondering if you guys would like to come up and we can read around. We've been actually memorizing a few months ago um, about not being anxious about anything, but we might have forgotten how to say that from memory. So I thought if the five of you that are in the youth every week would like to come up and we could read a ver verse each. Did you guys do that? Yeah? Because <laughs> this is kind of one of our things at youth. We do this every single week, even in the summer. Do you want to start? I was thinking if we do one verse each, rejoice in the Lord always. Do you want to do the first one? Can you read that? Here, it's easier to the mic.
rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So much like Amos and Pastor Jeff, um, Mike and I arrived at Blue Mountain Community Church with some hurts from a lot of different areas, a lot of different places. And the year before we came here, we moved up to actually on the 28th, we've been in the Meaford area for five years now. And we moved up to um, take over the family farm after Mike's dad passed away. When we left Barrie, we were serving in a church, and um, it was a good church. It, it, we grew a lot there. We learned a lot there. But like every family, sometimes there's a bit of dysfunction. And when we arrived here, we took a solid year to just rest. And the verse that God gave me during that year, and I mean, sometimes God is a gentle whisper, and sometimes he's a billboard smacking you over the head. And this was one of those billboard moments. And it was, he makes me lie down in green pastures. And God has a sense of humor because we have a 12-acre hayfield. And he literally made us lie down. Every time that I tried to get going a little quicker than I should be, something would come up, an injury, an illness. Um, It just was a season where we just needed to not. We needed to just be and rest. And after a year, Mike and I both felt it was time to find a church. And so we tried a few different churches. We, you know, lovely churches, great groups of believers, great families, but something in both of our our spirits and even with our children never felt a sense of rest or peace. And then one day I called up Blue Mountain Community Church and I spoke on the phone with Jen for probably the better part of an hour. And anyone who knows me, um, being on the phone with me with for an hour is pretty typical. And Jen answered all kinds of questions, and I was like, okay, you know what, yeah, let's go try this church. So we came here. So we've been part of Blue Mountain Community Church now for four years. And it was funny, because every time I tried to go faster, every time I was like, hey, Jen, how about I get involved in this? It was like Jen was pulling the e-brake and just slowing me down a little bit. And it's amazing, because God has used people like Jen and leadership throughout this church, various people, you know, sitting here today with us, to bring healing to me in so many different ways. And this last year has been a very painful year. There's been a lot of hurt. There's been a lot of old wounds that sometimes for something to heal, you kind of got to take the scab off, and it's going to be ugly, and it may be messy, but yet God's in that. The season we're currently in, 
our family is feeling some pain. But something amazing has happened in all of that. You know, we read in the Bible about God being a good father and giving us good gifts. And I think about my kids. I think about how much goodwill I have for my own children, how I want good things for them, how much more. And I'm, I'm an imperfect person, and I want those things for my children. How much more does a perfect, loving God the Father want those things for us? This morning when we were singing, Good, Good Father, I couldn't help but cry because I don't have that good father. I didn't know what that relationship was supposed to be. And we come to this church, and through just an amazing assortment of incredibly different and beautiful and unique people, God is teaching me what that good father looks like, what a good, healthy family looks like. And we have been so supported and so loved and so cared on. And I just wanted to praise God, but also thank you as our church family. You have supported us and loved us in ways that you may never actually know. Whether it was a hug on a Sunday morning, whether it was a hello, a text message, a hi, how are you? You have been hands and feet of God in our home, in our life, and I want to thank you, but I also want to truly thank God for providing us what we really, truly needed, which is a family. And so, thank you for being our family. This is your last call. So if you have been sitting here today and there is something in your heart that you're like, ooh, maybe I should share this, but I don't know, maybe not, if you're feeling that pressure, um, now's the time to, to put up your hand and to share. I've found uh, times of dryness in my prayer life, and I love the scriptures that have been shared this morning because I think uh, that provides a framework. When we memorize it and store it in our hearts, it's there when we don't have the words ourselves. So I memorized this little verse recently that I pray every morning, Isaiah 33, 2, Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. We all have distress, especially these days, and uh, this verse just is kind of a great encapsulation of all of that. So share that with you, and maybe you'll learn it too. Is there anyone else feeling that (laughs) Holy Spirit tug at their hearts to share? Our family has gone through a lot in the last, (laughs) it's going to make me cry, I'm sorry. I would say the better part of about 14 years. (laughs) But the one thing that is so steadfast is that God's love, his protection, 
His faithfulness has been so strong in all of our lives. And at all, um, so that, again, that song, A Good, Good Father, came to my mind. And then I see this. All things work together for the good of those who love God. Romans 8, 28. And I think to myself, God, it's so good. And then, and even the struggles, he is always there. And I'm so grateful for the good times and the bad because he grows us in ways that I couldn't, it wouldn't have happened any other way. <laughs> um, so I'm just so grateful. I mean, our family, things are getting better, but I just, I mean, it's, it's been a, a road of a lot of things happening and just things falling off the wagon and different things. And, but um, God is at the, he's, he's been there all through all of it and putting the pieces back together and just, yeah, healing and whatever. It's the, so grateful. good news it is that we are not alone. Amen? Thank you for, for sharing today, church. For sharing in ways that encourages all of us. All of us to remember, those of us who are in the moments when God feels really far, to remember the moments that he's close, those of us who are afraid that he may not be faithful, to see in the stories of others that he has been and that he will be. To have others in our church be able to hold the hope for us when we don't have the courage to hope. Um, this is this is family. This is church. I'm so glad that each of you are a part of it. I'm so glad for our Lord Jesus, right? He's talking about never being alone, who came down and lived and walked among us and who now continues to, to be in our hearts so that we never, ever need to be alone. Lord, we are so thankful for that powerful name that we can call upon whenever we are in need. God, thank you for the stories today, for the ways that we can remember how you have been faithful in the darkest times and how you have been with us in the highest, most beautiful highs, God, that we are never, ever alone. God, you are so good. You are so good, and we lift our praise to you, God. Go with us now, Lord. As we go from this place, let us go filled filled with the remembrance of your goodness, filled with the closeness of your presence, God, that we would be able to leave here trusting you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the gift of your presence. Bless us as we go. In the name of Jesus, amen. Go in the peace of our Lord. Thanks for listening to the Blue Mountain Community Church Podcast. May God's word fill you up this week. God bless.